Hi, I'm Caleb Stokes, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're going to be playing Rogue Trader tonight. Uh, it's been a little while in the real world since we played, so I will give a uh, recap for both the audience and for the players, because I'm sure nobody remembers what happened. Uh, after uh, last session, Venari gave a rousing speech, surprisingly enough. Uh, we checked out Kane's lair to see if there was anything that was squirreled away in there that could be important. I uh, didn't find anything that stood out as anything amazing. Uh, we decided to, oh, we needed, <laughs> Venari needed about a month to recover. Jarnan gave him about a week and then told him that he needed to get his ass in gear. Uh, so we went to, oh, and, you know, Venari started drinking as he's wont to do. Uh, so that wasn't helpful in the healing process. So Jarnan decided to um, remind Venari of his uh, his responsibilities and burned him a little bit, mm. as Jarnan is wont to do. Uh, <laughs> while we were in the warp, uh, we were stuck for about a month, and there were whispers of betrayal for the entire time. And Venari uh, finally showed his rogue trader side and actually shot a crew member which was interesting for everybody. <laughs> uh, all, we were, all because it was the random guy that Kynock pointed to. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was Kynock that actually said something. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's just like okay. tap the dude. <laughs> it wasn't a named character, so there's that. Yeah, yeah it was just unlike, guy, like, un- unlike Sarvis Trask, <laughs> ultimate badass who shot his own crew member named character and player mm-hmm. i don't remember who i shot was it you i thought i shot john uh i don't think so mm. it could have been i don't know someone stepped ahead of me to go into a xenos temple and i shot him in the fucking back and said i go first <laughs> <laughs> we can go right, to the tape i have them all somewhere <laughs> that's right shit i sent them to y'all somewhere Come on, yeah. that should be a I, Patreon pay, Patreon exclusive. Come on, Patreon exclusive. All the Nerdbound episodes. Oh, that's an interesting idea. All right, well, we'll, we'll jump that. We'll we'll do that post show. Uh, Edit that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> we so we dropped out of the warp uh, in front of an orc cruiser. Uh, Venari was able to uh, negotiate a deal with for the the uh, the shitty grain. And we kind of dropped out of there. That's no way that's ever going to bite us in the ass. Never. Uh, we dropped in too close to a it's gonna be great. Uh, too close to the sun. Uh, you know, Kynox uh, piloting or navigation skills remain shaky at best. So the ship needs to be uh, fixed over the course of the next month or so, I think we said. So, yeah, all that stuff happened. So we're on a giant Acropolis world. Uh, Venari was kind of uh, schmoozing at the bar, uh, trying to sell his own brand of whiskey, which seemed weird to the guy who owned the place. Kynock felt the presence of a warp 
entity somewhere off in the distance, and yet everyone followed Venari to the bar, and I think that's pretty much where we left off. Okay. Yeah, that's that jibes mostly with my notes, and by mostly, I mean mine are so gener- generic that it it's close. Look, I had uh, I what notes? I had uh, yeah, I have names of everyone, and that you're at Necropolis, and then I have all the names of the people you talk to, and then I just put at the end. I said carousing until something happens. <laughs> that's that's all I need to know. I get yeah. What is your what is your goal here? Because uh, you were told uh, if I. Remember correctly, let me go back to my spread of things. You are going to Agusia uh, because the the demon, right? The Dreamwalker told you to go there, and I believe the Ecclesiarchy uh, said they would like you to investigate, correct? And that's what why you're pursuing this path. Yeah, Jarnan told them that there was a warp demon or or some kind of demon presence, warp presence on Agustia. So they were like, okay. yeah, you need to take care of that. So, yeah, so you're at Necropolis. It's a huge, you know, like this is a, you know, it's a, a mausoleum world, essentially. Uh, but in this case, there, the capital is Halivar, uh, which I so named in the previous session. And Necropolis itself is this, basically, it's like a giant casino bar place where you don't have to think about the fact that you're on a corpse world of just bodies everywhere. So, um, you're trying to get your whiskey, your Amasek, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sold. Uh, your, it's, I mean, there's for an Imperial planet, you know. It's quite bright light. Yeah, this is the most, you know, aristocratic, most normal folk see. It's like going to, okay, I haven't, I have not been to Las Vegas. I am sorry, people. Uh, But it's like Vegas where everyone's like, yeah, like bright lights. I'm royalty. Everyone's treated like, you know, a king, whether you're a high roller or not at that particular point in time. So, yeah, it's like being in a casino in in this world where you're you know basically things are you know sights and sounds and ladies of the night gentlemen of the night um you're carousing and drinking yeah i was gonna say can we make some kind of checks to see like you know obviously it's burial for um important people so do people come here to like do business i mean they're not coming to mourn right like it's it's not that sort of correct so this is uh there are uh family uh you wouldn't uh well do you have got like ge- like a general knowledge like the knowledge scholastic imperium mm, probably not i have common lore or, imperium and then i just have logic I don't know if are I you know. trained in common lore imperium yes uh, you would know that, so on this type, you don't know for sure, per se, but on this type of world, uh, yeah, you're not really having these services. This is more like the mausoleums where, like, once someone has the funeral on their planet or ship or wherever they were, they would transport the bodies of important people here to, like, a family's or a dynasty's or whatever's, like mausoleum and they're interned there 
with whatever rights that are appropriate. Um, so they're quite elaborate. It's not just like, you know, it's not like that scene in 300 with like the wall of bodies. It's, it's not like just, or like, you know, Terminator where there's just fucking skulls everywhere. It's organized. You know, you're, you, they bring the bodies of thousands and thousands of people a day uh, because millions of people die in the Imperium every day in wars and such. So the important people go to these worlds and are interned in these, you know, sag- sacrosanct, you know, mausoleums and such. So it, it's almost like being in New Orleans with all the big above ground mausoleum stuff because they're, yeah, they're water yeah. Table, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that, but then, you know, kind of, this is the capital, so essentially this is the, like, blow-off steam kind of, like, then the fat, Necropolis itself is, in this case, sort of the, you know, antithesis of death, right? This is the celebrate life, uh, you know, because the workers, and, you know, it's not like it's the most, even shitty, in, like, where you were previously was an agriculture world, at least they're outside and, you know, doing that sort of like most of the people here are literally taking cadavers and you know corpses or cadaver not cadavers per se but like you know caskets and tombs and like just trudging them places sealing them up and then so it is not the most it's very um utilitarian otherwise so this is sort of the beacon in that the rest of the place is more just like utilitarian concrete stuff apartment you know housing world is it a mausoleum world specifically for like one magisterium or the military or anything or is it just anybody important it's not uh it's based upon the family so so you know for instance there could be navigator houses that have navigators there it could be certain uh military uh, officers, yeah. families, or dynasties. That's in sort general. Of thing. So, so yeah. it's not like a military or religious. It's any not for yeah, not for one or the other. It's a general for anyone of importance in the Imperium. Um, and of course, you have to reach a certain level. But then, yes, of of all of the people, um, it could be just about any sector of the Imperium that they come from, as long as they had the means and prestige to warrant a place. And I'm assuming they would have the ecclesiarchy has a presence here. Oh yeah, there's there there like a temp- a there's temple. a temple. Yeah, there would be a temple in the capital for sure. Um, even um, the Adeptus Mechanicus might have some presence as well. Likely just technology wise to uh, facilitate, keeping you know, maintaining equipment and keeping everything running. So anything you would find in an imperial uh, a, a a, a functioning imperial world would be present here, so you you definitely find representation. Okay, all right. Um, just jump back into schmoozing, unless anybody like I, I think we're. Uh... So for schmoozing, I mean, what is your goal out of the schmoozing? Well, none, right? So like you know, so they okay. get there, and it's like, okay, we're well, we're at the capital, and Rari's like, all right, well, we're at the capital. Clearly, I'm going to go get drunk because like there's the bar, right? Let's see what we can find <laughs> yeah. out sort of thing nobody told him like obviously we know there's a warp demon here Kynock and mm-hmm. Jarnan didn't tell him like hey over that way there's a thing and then it kind of slipped away right so like he felt it and then it was gone so they just followed him in and then he's of course just like doing his thing 
Um, I think okay. the back room, we were talking to Nick, Nico Castilla, I think was the guy. Uh, was the owner uh, yeah. Of- yeah. Uh, Nico and Nico Castile is the manager. The owner is Serena Shaw. So she's <laughs> actually the she wasn't person. There. She, yeah, she is not there. She's the owner. So she's like super high up, super rich, super important. Um, Castile is the manager sort of, you know, on the ground guy for Necropolis. So, so, and again, not common per se, not even per se, not common for rogue traders to show up to a mausoleum, like to a, to a dead world, to a mausoleum or like to a, a funeral world. Like that's, there's really almost no business other than like, the standard status quo. It's weird. So obviously when you show up, they're like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'll, I'm here to do whatever I can. Um, because yeah, that's not, it's not really a place anyone ever foresees as like the place for crazy adventurers to show up. Right. 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 So, so I, I'm, I think I remember. So didn't we actually split? So didn't, uh, Emmaus and Venari go to the bar, and then Jarnan and Kynok were together. And I, I believe, I think, because only because I, re- I think I remember having the conversation with Jarnan about whether or not we should just go check it out or if we should actually go back and get Venari and Emmaus. <laughs> and I think we decided that we might as well pull them, pull those two, so at least there's two extra bodies to throw in front of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I think I pulled uh, Emmaus like in the back room with me, and I think you guys hey, were hey, like hey. in the front, like in the bar still. You're like, oh, clearly he's in there because you guys had the feeling outside. Yeah. Oh, but I don't. I'm not even sure if we went to the bar with you. Business up front. Yeah, I I think maybe you guys. I kind of vaguely recall that Venari and Emmaus went to the bar. Mm-hmm like to check things out. And I do sort of remember Kynok and Jarn and kind of being like, we're going to check some stuff out. We'll be back. I do kind of vaguely remember that. Right. I don't, Yeah, I I'm fine really retconning know. that, but yeah. like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I, so I think, I think Kynok got, there's absolutely sense. nothing that's happened to make that not have occurred. Right. So yeah. if the two of you agree, you have gone off separately. Um, when you have felt the presence of said, uh, warp presence, and then you're, you know, if you're on your way back, you can dictate yeah. where what you're doing once you detect the sort of the the energy of a warp demon. So, all right. So, as we keep talking, I'm I'm remembering, and uh, it feels it only only because it feels very Kynok and Jarnan as well. I have a <laughs> feeling that I sensed it and told Jarnan that I sensed it, and so we went to check it out and let Venari do his do is schmoozy schmooze and then when we were like okay that thing's actually kind of far away and it could be quite powerful and we were like do we actually want to like go and do this on our own yeah so the no, note but that yeah. I have, so much editing yeah so it's far so yes oh okay well so he, we were walking what would help what would help me for it what would help me for editing <laughs> what would help you for me <laughs> yeah. to say to edit well, this it doesn't matter so yes. we're walking towards the board towards the necropolis Kynox sends the warp energy towards the bar is the note that I have, but further on and off to the side. And then it faded away. And then, you know, of course we were near the bar. So when Ari went, yeah, exactly. It was, it led to a bar. Oh, so you have to say, okay. yeah. 
So, do we want to... Okay, well, we can officially start the episode then. <laughs> with... <laughs> Thanks, everybody! Thanks for hanging on, Jeremy. <laughs> so, Venari and Emmaus uh, have met uh, Nico... Cast, uh, yeah, Nico Castile, and are schmoozing, uh, getting their name out there, and talking about his Amasek uh, that he would like to. Kynok and Jarnan have gone uh, a bit further through the streets of Halivar as they uh, realize that the the warp uh, signature is uh, a bit far. Theor- you you aren't sure how far, but definitely. Um, you know, well beyond. It's not. It's not directly located. Um, you're not sure if it's within the city and out outside, uh, sort of just this main sort of urban area, or if it's actually further out into the mausoleums. And that's when you recognized that it was uh, a bit further uh, than you had anticipated, or 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 at least you get a better sense of how the distance. Uh, and then it is up to you. Uh, I guess, if you were returning to Necropolis to find Venari. Yeah, I'm down with going back and getting them, because if it's that far away, Venari can get us transport, so I don't have to walk. (laughs) Yes, indeed, I can agree with that. So Kynok and Jarnan make their way back to uh, Necropolis, the main hub in uh, Halivar, the, you ask around a bit and are shown into sort of the the private areas, walking through some very elaborate, uh, you know, halls and dining rooms. And it, it, you go through like the high roller section into uh, a large room uh, filled with you know whatever comforts and you know anyone would be looking for in a in a casino, high end liquors and. Comfortable seating, probably drugs, people partying. Uh, as Venari and Emmaus are over toward the bar, speaking with a very well dressed uh, individual. Well, should you be the one to tell him, or should I, that we have to pull him away from this decadence? <laughs> well, it should probably be me because he'll listen to me. Quite true. Can't argue with that. All right. Let's go get him. As you guys are talking, like, Venari's, like, big grand gestures, you know, he's, like, telling stories and, like, like pulls the cloak out and he's, like, pointing. <laughs> Slaps Emmis on the back, like, waits for, you know, another shot. Yeah, I'm going to walk up next to him, kind of grab him by the shoulder and be like, well, you wasted no time. Hey, well, oh, oh, Jarnan. <laughs> well, of, <laughs> of course, I, you know, partake of the festivities here. I, of course, we've got uh, business to attend, other business to attend to uh, as well, I suppose. Yes, we do. The business that we're here about. Uh, yeah, so now then, this is what you're saying. Uh, Kynock already located it. Ah, Okay, well, it was uh, it was a uh, quick work. Uh, good job, Kynok. Just dip of the head. <laughs> um, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> if you wish to uh, to set out now, we were just having a pleasant conversation with uh, with uh, uh, Nico here. 
Have you learned anything useful? Uh, the uh, the bar and the uh, casino are open all night. Fabulous. Indeed. Uh, you're welcome to take part in any of the delicacies we have to offer. Uh, most of the delicacies you offer do not fall in line with my line of work. Uh, we are faithful to the ecclesiarchy, but it doesn't mean you can't have some fun. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the meaning of the word. Kind of like uh, looks back over his shoulder. <laughs> he he kind of like frowns a bit and shakes his head. Mm, I know of those types. Now, Captain, Captain, be kind. We all have our different kinds of fun. You like to drink Amasek to the wee hours of the morning until you cannot remember who you are laying in bed with. And Jarnan likes to burn heretics. It's all <laughs> the same, really. Not sure that's quite the same conduct, but I appreciate the sentiment. Oh, hey, tomato, tomato. Both things keep our bodies warm. <laughs> Not indeed. <laughs> uh, should we perhaps check in, Jarnan, with the uh, local ecclesiarchy here? Perhaps there's um, some information to be gleaned? Mm, not yet. I propose we track down this presence that Kynok felt first and make sure that it is not the local ecclesiarchy again. When you say presence, he kind of like his eyes sort of dart over to Nico and he kind of like, you know, throat slash, like he's trying to like throat slash, but not like be super obvious. Kind of like touches his collar and like, are you parched? Uh, Yes. uh, Another shot. Uh, Nico grabs a, a bottle of, 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 Pretty high end, Amasek. And it's just, ah, salute! <laughs> yes, indeed. Salute. <laughs> Slams the glass back down on the table. So, all right, well, I uh, suppose we must be off. Uh, pleasure meeting you, Nico. Uh, I uh, expect that you'll uh, talk to uh, Miss Shaw, and perhaps we can arrange something for uh, cordials that we uh, had already discussed. Perhaps so, perhaps so. Uh, I will discuss uh, with her, and uh, if we come to an arrangement, then all the better. We don't get often a rogue traitor in our presence, so I'm sure she'll take note. Excellent. He he puts his hand up, and the skull comes over, puts the bottle in his hand, he just leaves it on the tape, on the bar. Says, uh, from me. Ah, do you guys head out? Yeah, okay. get some walks out. <laughs> okay, you guys head out of the uh, out of Necropolis. What is your what's your current plan of action? If you are not going to the Ecclesiarchy, uh, you head out. You're on the streets. You have your. I mean, you're some the you know insubstantial walk from your shuttle, obviously. Um, so you have those clearly available uh, to to move around. So we, we get outside and, you know, Bernard just kind of like looks around and he's like, uh, so, uh, Kynok, you uh, said you'd found something. Uh, you have any he'll sense kinda, of direction or yeah. distance? He'll just close his eyes and kind of wave at <laughs> Benari, being like, hold on a second. Can I can I attempt to uh, to focus in and see if I get a sense of this uh, presence? Sure. Yeah. And first roll tonight is a 
36 out of 58. So two degrees of success. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, you can get a very a much more focused uh, bead on the location of the energy. Uh, it seems that it's located, if you're looking at sort of a map of the city, you would estimate that it's outside the city a bit uh, in one of the, as you start getting into sort of the mausoleum sections. Okay. All right. So, and he'll, so he'll kind of just focus and then turn. He's like, I believe it is off to that direction, a fair distance, several kilometers, and uh, just outside of the city limits, I believe. I think that we might be tiptoeing amongst the, the dead very soon. At least, hopefully, the dead. <laughs> oh, yes, well, uh, well, we uh, take the shuttle out there. There's uh, certainly no need to walk. It's a metaphor. Yes. I apologize if I'm if I'm being a little bit too uh, too unforward for you. I shall attempt to clarify my speech next time, especially when you find yourself in this situation. Uh, well, I, you know. You uh, navigators uh, sometimes speak in, in metaphor and uh, navigator speak. I just, it's fine. I believe we should go. <laughs> just start walking towards the shuttle. Venari bows and like sweeps an arm for Jordan to follow. <laughs> yeah, Jordan is just going to walk in front of him. And just <laughs> resist the urge to knock him over as he's walking past him. <laughs> I don't think it would take much right about now. Well, he so wasn't Ky in there for that long. <laughs> so Kynock and Jarnan are heading towards the shuttle. And then I guess I'll just look to Venari and I'll just shrug and put my arm out to let him go first. I'll bring up the rear. Uh, he throws an arm around your shoulder. We walk together. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hand up. The skull comes over and there's no bottle. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> And I'll pull out my flask right. and shake it, but it'll be empty. So I'll shrug <laughs> again, and I'll say, with it, hopefully there's some more in the shuttle. Ah, we'll have to wait until we get back to the ship. Or we'll see if there's any in the mausoleum. We'll do a bit of tomb raiding. Oh, well, you never know. That's a spirit. <laughs> Although I guess the question is then, do you guys have resistance to addiction or like alcohol? Yes. If you've been drinking that much, <laughs> I assume you do. It's uh, a great question then, because the question is, do you need to roll? I think you might need to roll a constitution check to see well, if you're drunk. He's decadent. We can do that. Um, he's decadent, so it takes him a long time to pass out. Okay. I don't know that he drank <laughs> that? that much. Okay. I mean, we it could sounded like you did. That's yeah, I brought it up cool. because it sounded like yeah. you drank a bunch and you're still wanting to drink more so yeah, yeah. i was just kind of like well i think maybe we should uh have a little bit of a, a constitution roll to see if you so toughness then a toughness yeah sorry yep. all right this uh, is a D, &D damn it 29 out of 40 you feel pretty great you're buzzed but you feel great mm -hmm. that's how he likes it 36 <laughs> out of 35 Ooh, uh, you, oof, 
not really enough to penalize you, so you feel a bit woozy, so you'll be slightly, you know, uncoordinated, but right now I'm not going to apply any specific modifiers I'll, for that. I'll shoot at the blurry enemy and the not blurry enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, basically no negatives for MAS. It's pretty much how he is every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a good thing his pretty flask much. is empty. <laughs> I keep patting, patting, pocket on my side. So you guys head to the shuttle and take. Uh, I'm guessing you're taking it toward the uh, signature that uh, was detected by mm-hmm. Kynok, right? How are you approaching said area? So as you you're, you definitely leave the city, and your radar, your OSPEC scans show uh, that you're getting into sort of the mausoleum tomb setups. As it gets, you know, a kilometer out, you get scans. Obviously, that it's a your target seems to be a uh, a mausoleum area. Uh, specifically uh, like a structure about a kilometer away and uh, you are you you don't know much more about it other than it's a large you know fairly well uh, I mean all all of them are large but Mm. it's a fairly well fortified sort of large concrete or stone building so that goes several that you assume Based on the scans, it goes several stories deep as well. So I'll, I'll look back over my shoulder to Kynok and say, the 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 presence you felt, do you think we should set ourselves a bit back, land a bit back and walk up to it? Or it is, is it safer to get close and, and just uh, where, where, it's, where it's emanating from? It's difficult to say. I You see, when... When I attempt to uh, to feel out these situations, I do not get a particular image or picture of what it is. I just get a sense that there is a presence of the warp within a certain area. But whether or not it is a, a rift into that world or if it is a creature specifically, it's kind of difficult to tell. Uh, however, I did kind of get the slight sense that this one is on the move earlier so uh, perhaps this uh, we might be dealing with some type of uh, creature of the immaterium and uh, so perhaps we might want to watch ourselves a little bit okay so i'll i'll look back and i'll kind of shake my head like i'm trying to clear my head and say um well we'll land we'll land close we want we don't want to do too much walking and kind of tries to shake his head to clear his vision a bit uh, Emma's perhaps uh, run a few scans, see if there's anything uh, alive in there. Okay. I will roll. I don't know that a warp demon would show up on our scans, but uh, better safe than sorry. See if there's yeah. any surprises waiting for us. Just a generic perception roll then. For um... uh, well, so with the aspects, it'll be like the ship's detection bonus and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, so- but we're on the shuttle though, so. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that be scrutiny, Neil, or any specific? Uh, scrutiny. If you're looking for signs of life, specifically looking for like a yeah, signs of life. Or and that's a life. Thirty-eight out of forty. Okay. 
you detect within the structure at least a handful of biological beings. So they wouldn't be warp demons. They would be some sort of, uh, you know, flesh and blood people alive. So could Alive. we could we assume that? And it looks like there's oh. there's a, a handful on the top levels, and then your aspects obviously can't penetrate too deeply down into the bedrock. Um, so you can see a handful that are at least uh, within the 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 above ground structure, but you are not positive beyond that. Okay. So I'll say it looks like there are maybe five or so either caretakers or visitors at the moment inside the mausoleum, mostly on the upper levels. Can't tell anything to any lower levels. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, perhaps our demon has uh, some followers. You hear that, Jarnan? You might be able to burn some heretics today after all. <laughs> well, why don't we go inside and see if they want to answer our questions? Until their blackened lungs cannot speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a uh, piloting planetary. What's the subcategory for not fly? I have spacecraft and flyers. It would so, be atmospheric. Um, I forget what the yeah, flyers. I, yeah, flyers. I guess versus spacecraft. Yeah, I mean either would be fine, but I, I assume they're the same level. 47 out of 50. Oh, Christ, okay. so close. Uh, you land as stealthily as you believe you can. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be real quiet. <laughs> like, you try to be, you know, yeah, you try not to get a lot of notice. <laughs> <laughs> that, I assume that was your goal yeah. when landing. No squeaking brakes or anything. Yeah, you don't, like, land hard or, like, you know, fucking, like, you know, flush the <laughs> tubes, you know, or whatever, you know. <laughs> you land fairly uh, quietly, you believe, uh, outside the area uh, within walking distance of the tomb. Are there any signs or anything, road signs or, you know... Things that, that name like the a area, lot or... sign, spot, like we're parked at four B. Or... <laughs> I wasn't worried <laughs> yeah. about those more. The I got to turn on my ways to make sure I know where I'm at. I mean, just like it says, there's a, a speed trap up ahead. Yeah. Hey Google, remember where I'm parked? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like I mean, there's so essentially there are beacons at the mausoleums uh, to, to to denote like to aid in like transporting things to them mm-hmm. but that's about it there aren't like who's actual, like, st- straight area. yeah so there's like so it's like a sh- the same almost like a ship would be where it has like it broadcasts its like ship codes mm-hmm. right so like it's not necessarily um like street signs per se as much as it is you know yeah like the um like a beacon that that broadcasts Okay. Information. Okay. I was just trying to see if we can get a feel if this is like a general district or, you know, this is the you know, Ecclesiarchy district or Mechanicus district or anything like that. Uh, you, uh, you wouldn't need a check for that. If you looked 
at the beacons being broadcast, you uh, would not see a particular pattern per se. <laughs> so it's it's not like there's a section for this type or a section for that type. It seems more just based on space and uh, as you crossed, obviously, the the landscape, there, some are obviously more well-adorned than others, uh, you know, some being from richer or, you know, even more rich families. Um, That's I, yeah, I was going to ask if there's any, like, personalization to the to the mausoleums or not so oh yeah like full-on like each one is completely like its own thing uh so they're all like yeah totally um you know individualized to you know if you see for instance um ones that broadcast they are ecclesiarchy they might have holy symbols and are adorned more with gold and you know that sort of thing versus uh, ones that you see that are perhaps uh, Mechanicus, uh, you know, people of uh, note from the Adeptus Mechanicus are like very technologically advanced looking. So they're not even stoned at all. They're all metal and have like crazy looking, you know, devices and doors that are mm-hmm. open. You know, they 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 broadcast sort of much more sophisticated uh, information about what's available and, you know, who's in turn there and that sort of thing. Uh and so, yes, everyone is individualized to the family, essentially, that uh, is interned there or it's, you know, particular, uh, you know, the folks that are particularly, you know, buried there or that particular family's heritage or how they became such uh, important people to then uh, be interned in a mausoleum. You in the back? Planet. <laughs> Do we see, so is there, I mean, to be mundane about it, is there like parking lots or are there like uh, like landing areas around these mausoleums, like open areas or is everything completely built up? Um, you know, uh, it is not, like there aren't landing areas like, no, there are not landing areas like landing pads spaced because that that doesn't really... It would take up too much space. <laughs> yeah, it would take up space for no reason because people don't really visit it once someone's interned there. Uh, it's more local transport from various hubs that are, you know, that, that then people take them. So, yeah, there's not really um, a, a particular landing spot. However, Emmaus is able to find a spot to land, like an open spot to land. It's but you're you're essentially landing either on the outskirts of uh, the mausoleum that you are entering or a a neighboring mausoleum. Okay. And we don't see any other uh, you know service vehicles, local vehicles. Do we see anything like that in the area that we're going to as we sort of come into land? Uh, you can give me another scan to look for vehicles because you didn't scan for that. You scan for people. Okay. So he says, uh, Ennis, um, why don't you go ahead and scan and see if there's any vehicles out here? If it is perhaps uh, caretakers, uh, we would see their transportation available and take 10. Well, 15 out of 50, then. One wow. five out of five zero. So uh, three, three levels. Sure. Yeah. So. Let's go with. Uh, I'm trying to be very specific. Then, um, 
because that's there's pretty good role. that have like warp demon shit like all painted on the outside <laughs> flames uh, and <laughs> no it's more like uh you um you detect two very sophisticated shuttles that are uh essentially landed uh, close to the entrance of the mausoleum and based on your scans they are uh likely of at least some advanced adeptus mechanicus design they are not sort of your run of the mill shuttles they are likely armed they may not be powered up at the moment but everything based on your scans would suggest that a relatively sophisticated tech priest or more has designed these and they are personalized beyond any shuttle schematic you know as a you know off you know off the lo- manufacturing line design these are custom shuttles with very sophisticated technology integrated so I'll I'll look to Venora and say these two shuttles kind of put ours to shame in their um, speciality and um, I guess importance. And then under my breath, I'll kind of tap the control board and say, "Don't worry, baby, I still love you." <laughs> Where's what? Uh, uh, hmm. So the Mechanicus, uh, he you know kind of like looks over to Jar and he says, "I don't don't believe I I know that the." Uh, Ecclesiarchy and the Mechanicus don't always see eye to eye, uh, but I don't believe that they would have any truck with demons. I, not that I've ever heard of. There's always a first for everything, but I don't believe in Adeptus Mechanicus. Any Adeptus Mechanicus personnel would be involved with demons. I, I don't believe that a demon would have technology to offer. I don't know what they would be able to uh, get out of the deal. I mean, knowledge, I suppose, is in, you know valuable in and of itself. Yeah, but it still doesn't really make any sense. Unless, of course, the demons, there's more than one demon, and they attacked the Adeptus Mechanicus, took over their shuttles. Hmm, and their crews. I mean, I don't think that they are caretakers with the uh, level of customization that Emmis believes that the shuttles possess. Uh, maybe we should take a wide berth around the shuttle. If they are indeed as highly customized as that, they may be monitoring for someone else to enter. That is actually a wise choice. Kind of like taps the side of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Jarnik kind of like scratches the side of his nose. Like, <laughs> does it with his middle finger. <laughs> uh, Emmys, is there, does there appear to be a way into the mausoleum uh, that is not directly uh, right around where the shuttles are located? Mm, Did you see anything? Um, 
That's going to require a like a negative twenty scrutiny test. That's like scanning the actual. Like if you're looking for other entrances and you're not doing it physically, if you're just looking from scans, yeah, it's going to be a minus twenty auspects. You don't really have an auspects boost from the shuttle though, so. Yeah. I mean, meanwhile, we're like flying around. So if the things are no, like you've landed. I I, as- I assumed you've land. I yeah, said okay. you. I I originally thought he had landed, like mm-hmm. covertly. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. So he's scanning from like there. So he's not like from on the ground. So you're not like flying over it. I assumed you wanted to land first. If you want to be flying around, you can. But he made the test to not be detected. Yeah, yeah. You know, metagaming. He made the piloting check to not be detected while landing. So now you're just doing extra stuff. So yeah, yeah. Beep the horn. yeah. So I'm I'm going to so Amaeus will, you know, try to do another scan and then he'll kind of look out, he'll kind of look back at some of the readings of the other scan he did. Um, but sixty-two out of twenty, I'll say. Um, no, not anything I can find other than just the obvious entrances. Well, then we will just have to be careful then. He, like motions up to the skull that's sort of like hovering over his shoulder. And he says, ah, if they're not possessed by a demon, uh, perhaps this will uh, grease the skids. Jordan is just shaking his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the audience can't hear. See, Yeah, uh, just Jordan is just thinks you're utterly ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I know you said that the two shuttles are Adeptus Mechanicus. Can we tell if this mausoleum is Adeptus Mechanicus? Oh, great question. Because um, the signal would tell us that, right? The signal would tell you it is not. Yeah. It is actually a based on the broadcast. So it is the uh, mausoleum of the Adolium dynasty. And it is actually... A well, a very ancient ecclesiarchy, uh, ecclesiarchical dynasty of uh, actually uh, one of the you know famous inquisitors in history who in this region or who uh, was battling obviously more so against uh, interference from uh, the influence of chaos more so than you know internal strife so he was well known for sacrificing multiple demons uh sending them back to the warp uh and their family carried on that heritage oh so this is like the ultimate demon fuck you then well what does jordan think about all that <laughs> so it's a a, a- d o l e u m by the way so that's so close uh, Jarnan is uh, not too happy that some freaking Adeptus Mechanicus are crawling around in an Ecclesiarchy mausoleum. Uh, yes, but uh, to the larger point, the uh, I, I assume Jarnan would like tell us this stuff when you know Emmis was like, "Hey, this is what the signal says." Yeah, it it would seem that uh, perhaps maybe one of the. The demons have families? I don't know. Jarnan, this is more your department, but it, it seems as if uh, the demons uh, have found a way to uh, uh, say fuck you to the ecclesiarchy by uh, co-opting this mausoleum of one of your uh, inquisitors, yes? 
Well, we still don't know if they've co-opted it or not. We just know that the presence was near here. Uh, it might just be a demon that broke in and wanted to take revenge on a being that destroyed many of his kind. I mean, it is desecration nonetheless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I will be happy to help you cleanse this mausoleum and return it to its rightful, rightful place in the good graces of the ecclesiarchy and the god oh, emperor. Perfect. Do you have any alcohol left on you? Sadly, I do not. Okay. Good. Then when we go in there, just breathe on a lot of things, and I'll just light your breath on fire. <laughs> ah, perhaps you do have a sense of humor. Yeah, but after you lead away into the mausoleum. It's maybe 20, 30 minutes before you would get to the entrance of the uh, mausoleum, or at least within view, close enough view of the shuttles uh, that you detected. You walk through, obviously it's, uh, it, it's not, you know, it, it's not like one just giant massive thing. It's, it's obviously like multiple sub mausoleums, you know, within the major center one where you detected entities. So you kind of are weaving through almost streets of massive, uh, you know, above and then sinking obviously with, with actual, you know, elevators down into the ground, uh, burial chambers for all of these various uh, family members or uh, whoever the dynasty uh, thought worthy of being interned there. You make your way and wind up uh, in front of the area. I would assume you're doing it somewhat covertly. So you are within visual sightline of the entrance. It's a very large entrance adorned with you know, gold and uh, ecclesiarchy symbology and two very sophisticated looking shuttles uh, outside. Before they get quite that close, Venari, you know, motions for the skull to come down and says, uh, I want you to do a quick scan around the outside. Uh, let me know if there's another entrance here. Also scan to see if those shuttles are active and then kind of like waves it away. So I want it because it's tiny and everything else to kind of like sure. take a look around and see what's going on before we just kind of like walk out and the shuttles yeah, are like, yeah. oh, we're armed and attack. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so give me uh, whichever check you want in whichever order. So the, they're both going to be awareness checks uh, with whatever bonuses. I don't remember if your skull gets bonuses to awareness or scrutiny checks, but it Fuck may based on whatever you have equipped to it. I don't remember if it has an auspex because then it would have bonuses. It has a gun in the flask. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I know it has a gun. I th I think they have an auspex. So I think you would get a plus 10. I'm going to call it a plus 10. Let's not bother looking it up. Okay. You're going to get its auspex gets a plus 10. So give me two checks in whatever order, but you have to denote which one is for shuttle you know, responsiveness yeah, yeah. and the other for entrance all right, here we go. Oh, this is, I'm not looking at the dice. This is for the uh, entrance. Uh, okay. So 71, or 77, I'm sorry. 
Okay. So it is unable to find an, uh, yeah, an additional entrance. Yeah. And this is the uh, shuttles. Uh, ooh, 11. Uh, the shuttles are currently un or, or unpowered. Uh, it determines there are uh, they are sealed, you know, like landed right. sealed, and there are no biological entities on board that it can determine. Okay, so it comes back, relays the information. He says, uh, "All right, um, Skull didn't see any other entrance, so it looks like we're gonna go through the front door." But uh, as luck would have it, the shuttles appeared to be powered down. So I guess the God Emperor is smiling on us, Jarnan. Some of us. He looks over. Also, an aspect of an aspect, by the way, is plus twenty. So it wouldn't have mattered for the seventy. But yes, yeah. you, yeah. Super got the other one. <laughs> yeah, you super got the other one. So. Okay. Yeah, so I, he just kind of stealthily... Well, I guess probably not then. You know, Skull says the things are, are down, so he just starts strolling across the the open space to the door. Okay. You, you, uh, what's everyone else doing as he does that? I'm going to walk slowly by the shuttles and look at them wistfully, but then follow up behind... Venari. Okay. I'm um, following, like, pretty much next to Venari. <laughs> Both marching, trying to get out of each other. I am following far enough behind Jarnan and Venari, so if an explosion goes off, I won't be caught in the radial blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Uh, not not needed in this case, actually. Yeah. Um, like three meters. Make, <laughs> yeah, uh, you make it. You you walk. Uh, you strut fairly confidently to the door, and you uh, it, as you come up to the door, it is closed. Uh, they are large, uh, obviously well adorned doors. They look fairly maintained, also just without any rolls or anything. It looks. Again, like they were used recently. There are tracks leading in. Is there... Uh, so so Venari turns to Jordan and says, um, is there any any iconography here that stands out to you? Anything that uh, perhaps would uh, assist us as we uh, move forward into the uh, depths of the mausoleum? Uh, possibly. Is there? <laughs> Great question. Um, I mean, something that maybe tells to... some of the story, or you know, like this place should be warded, or like you know, you know, any kind of weird stuff that would stick out. Uh, I mean, the only thing without uh, specific knowledge would be obviously uh, somewhat what uh, John knew from the beginning. They are known as um, particularly a a demon hunting family of inquisitors and also what you would consider, you know, demon quote, you know, influence. So they were also, um, there are uh, references or, or depictions of black ships. So they also were involved in psyker control. Okay. Are there like, um, I mean, I guess it could be almost anything Roman. I was thinking Egyptian, like, um, you know, hieroglyph, you know, hieroglyphic, you know, like carvings in the mausoleum itself to kind of depict some of the stories? Uh, not really stories at? so much as 
basically like emblems of you know the the particular names of the 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 ship of uh, the fleet of black ships that this family was in charge of as well as sort of the general wards against demons and such that you would normally you know uh expect uh, on any ecclesiarchy, but particularly one de- dedicated to demon hunting, uh, which is not the most common. Okay. But no and... particular reference um, to like a specific, it's not like stories per se, as much as like, Hey, we were in charge of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, armada, this, this particular black fleet armada. And this, you know, we, you know, these, uh, you know, we are the holy demon hunters mm-hmm. of note. Obviously, there are others, but everyone thinks they're the best. Um, question. So while we're looking around, kind of inspecting the outside of the mausoleum a little bit, can Kynok take a look for any possibly, I'm not necessarily hidden, but a, well, hidden within the design markings and or runes? Uh, using they, what? Uh, uh, well, I could you have I knowledge could, like I do chaos. have forbidden lore chaos runes. Sure, yeah, sure. All right, I have it uh basic, so I do it at half, but I still okay. Uh, that is a never mind 56 out of 26. So, okay, uh, you don't notice any particularly hidden messages, okay. Sounds good. How would you like to proceed? Time, he'll just he'll just be gritting his teeth when he starts seeing like notations of black ships and everything like that, and he'll become very interested yet disinterested at the same time. It's fun for everybody. <laughs> um, oh, we're weaving, we're weaving plots, we're weaving <laughs> mythologies, we're getting it all in here, guys. It's about to get crazy. Things are about to get nuts. Um, before we walk in, um, does Johnny <laughs> notice like any of like you know the demon wards have been damaged in any way, or you know things that just look out of place for him as a member of the ecclesiarchy with like a passing knowledge of the inquisitors? Give me a knowledge ecclesiarchy check, I guess. Like a scholastic lore ecclesiarchy. Uh, let's see. What is that? Intelligence? Yeah. 22 out of 40. Okay. You, it's, it would be difficult for anyone else to notice sort of a, a defacement of particular ecclesiarchy uh, ecclesiarchical symbology but you do notice that even though it is subtle uh it is noticeable to you that there are some symbols of the ecclesiarchy that have been modified it looks like they have been more newly carved into the structure to almost be heretical but only if you really knew the symbology. So to a normal person, it might just look like a normal ecclesiarchy symbol or runes, but 
it's like uh it's like hobo script right where like a hobo's like that rode the rails would like carve a little symbol right like on a on a wood post to be like this person's cool to like get dinner from or like this person will run you off um so it's like that so it's subtle but you do notice there is some uh iconography to suggest a, a symbol suggesting like this is where you should be if you're looking for heretical type stuff. Uh, yeah, Jarden gets his game face on. We're going in. How does that look any different? <laughs> <laughs> he goes from stone-faced to slight grimace. Steel-faced? I don't know. He's like... <laughs> it's just extra mad. Yeah, extra furious. Like, I'm pulling my mask up. <laughs> uh, Jordan, is there a problem? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, aside from the demon, uh, obviously we have a you know a problem here. That's why we're here. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Uh, there's you know a warp presence that was felt inside of this sacred place. Uh, the Adeptus Mechanicus decided that they just wanted to go in, do whatever they wanted. And uh, see that symbol right there to the left of the door? Uh, did, uh, any point, he points to the wrong one. This one? No. <laughs> oh, that Ecclesiarchy uh, symbol right there. Do you oh, notice oh. anything wrong about it? Mm, he kind of like squints. That was a rhetorical no. question. I know you don't. Oh, well, that yeah. symbol has been changed. And it basically, somebody changed that to say, this isn't a place for the ecclesiarchy anymore. This is a place for heretics to find other heretics. Ah. And they need to burn. So when Jordan oh. looks at that symbol, it's like the Kill Bill music, or like the really screechy stuff that goes in and out. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yep. I suppose our mission is clear then. Mine is. So just as an aside, I'm assuming that Jarnan thinks of the Mechanicus as heretical or? Um, it depends on what they're doing in there. Okay, just not like, in general. Yeah, not in general. Okay. Like, Neil said that there are, like, elevators and shit in there, so there's things the Mechanicus could be working on to the betterment of the mausoleum. But you just don't feel that the Mechanicus is heretical just because they're Mechanicus and the machine god and stuff. That's not... Yeah. Correct. They still do good shit for the god emperor. Okay. Gotcha. I yeah, from what I understand, the way that the entire uh, empire works is that you're not heretical as long as you help us. <laughs> like, yeah, it's almost like a special dispensation from the ecclesiarchy. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, Kevin passed out. Oh wait, there he is. <laughs> wait, who are we talking about? Yeah, like some inquisitors like use heretical shit on purpose to help. Because they're like we, the best weapon against evil is its own weapons. Same thing for the yeah. tech priest. The yeah. Adeptus Mechanicus does the same thing, where they're like, some of them are like, any Xenos thing must be like put away in a vault and never seen again. Whereas others are like, we should investigate it because if we can use it against them, we will be stronger. 
So yeah. they both have that where some uh, ecclesiarchy actually will, some inquisitors will even bind demons into people in order to have a demon servant that is super powerful to fight demons. And I was just trying to check from Jarnan's standpoint before any mechanic has come out what his personal feelings were, and he seems to be all right. So we know we're uh, we're not going in on the back foot. Yeah. yeah, basically they're not necessarily heretics. It depends on what they're doing in the mausoleum. Cool. I mean, you would really hope they'd have an inquisitor back. Well, they were inquisitors. You know, they're inquisitors. So there's at least that the family. Yeah. Now you know there's other. Yeah, so who knows what kind of heretical shit is in this mausoleum that, mm. you know, they either kept for mm. safekeeping to, so nobody else could get it, or oh, shit perfect. that they were buried with because it was their favorite her- heretical mm. fucking weapon that they used That's to a kill really good demons. Call. If there's Zeno stuff, it's going in Venari's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, Zeno file or some shit I have to, like, roll. I slide a hand check. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I so be- while you do that. Before we go in, right? So the camera like flips around and it's dark, and then the doors like fucking slowly creak open, and Jarnan's <laughs> just standing there with the flamer like in his hands down. There's a little bit of flame licking off the barrel, and like Emmis and Venari have opened up both of the doors, and I like Jarnan just walks in, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, Jarnan's walking in that place like a gay man, just making an entrance. <laughs> uh, okay. After you make your entrance, Venari just kind of like falls in behind his hand, drops to the pistol, and you know he, he uh, you know has the the um, the skull. T- if it's not lit on the inside, you have the skull like turn on the lumen globe or whatever, so we can see where we're going. Okay. Unless it's lit, um, then it doesn't matter. It is lit. You walk in. Uh, it's a well-adorned receiving room, almost, uh, with large columns lining the large, uh, you know, like forty-foot uh, ceilings, fifty-foot ceilings. Very tall, very like audacious, sort of regal entrance to what you would assume is the uh mausoleum there are statues uh the 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 pillars of uh that supporting the structure are actually statues of various inquisitors or uh members of the dynasty prior to uh ancestors prior to uh when this was built uh that it is sort of an homage to as you enter, though, you do see a set of rather uh, large, well, they're humanoid, but sort of intimidating looking humanoid entities. They have like skull looking faces and they look um, somewhat augmented to you. Uh, they are not purely human. They look like augmented, like servitors almost, that turn as you enter. They are carrying weapons of some sort that you could discern potentially uh, based on a roll. 
And the one closest to you, which is maybe 10 meters away, says, Halt, intruder. Identify yourself and state your business. Uh, before Venari can put his foot in his mouth, I'm going to turn and going to speak up. Put his hand up. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to knock his hand down and be like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I am Jarnan of the Ecclesiarchy. I am here to pay my respects and make sure that this place is not overrun by heretical intruders. It stares at you for a second. Please state the password as per protocol. <laughs> um move out of my way or I'm going to hit you with my flamer. And you hear a very loud resonating sort of chorus of intruder as the other four turn. Um, roll initiative. <laughs> hey everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.